Hi everyone, and welcome to the 70th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro. Hey guys. And Sabrina. Hi. How's it going, guys? Um, I'm tired. Me too. This (laughs) isn't the first time we're recording this episode. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) That means it'll be twice as good, right? Uh, Is that what they say? That's what they say. The second second time's the charm, right? Yep. Lucky yep, number let's two. Go with that one. Yep. <laughs> let's do that. We'll go with that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We run on a four-week rotation with a new show every other Tuesday with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Churro. KH2.co.uk. So, we got a great show today. Uh, three segments. Uh, we're going to kick it off with the news segment, uh, where we have uh, not too much to talk about, but still pretty interesting news topic. Uh, second, we're going to have our TGS speculation. Uh, so, obviously, uh, if, if you're into the gaming industry at all, you know that uh, in September we have the Tokyo Game Show, where uh, in Japan a lot of uh, Japanese game companies, as well as Western game companies, go and show off their games to the Japanese market. Uh, and we'll talk about what we think might be there. And uh, finally, we wrap it up with our question segment, and we got lots of awesome questions uh, to talk about. Yay, today. questions! Yay, questions! Yay. Also very special in this show, we have a ton of announcements. Uh, so the first one is uh, just a reminder that you guys can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Uh, if we reach $500 an episode on Patreon, uh, we will change over to a two-week schedule. So Kingdom Hearts Union would come out every two weeks, and also Final Fantasy Union would come out every two weeks. And it would be alternating, so if you listen to both our shows, uh, you'd have a new podcast every single week. So that'd be super exciting. Uh, as of right now, uh, we are slowly inching up. We are up to $121 an episode, so thank you so much to all our backers. And please, support us on Patreon! Please, we will love you forever. Thank you, thank you. And also, another reminder, uh, if you guys want to be a part of the show on the question segment, please send your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com. We thankfully have uh, received questions there already, so we're going to feature some of those on the show as well. Uh, some other ways you can submit questions, you can submit them on Twitter, you can submit them uh, at, you know, at KHUnion. Uh, there's also uh, at GamingUnion.net on the forums, there is a Kingdom Hearts Union questions thread. Um, but I think going further, uh, having a nice uh, email inbox, I think, makes most sense for questions. Uh, just because you can make your questions uh, any length you'd like, um, and they can All sort of just questions. pile up in there. Uh, the person that uh, we're featuring today had like four questions in their question, and we're going to feature one of them today, and we might feature uh, another one next show, and then the next show, and the next show. We can spread them out, and yeah, so the nice thing about the email is you can just send us a ton of questions, and I will dig through all of them and put them on the show eventually. If you email us, your show, your question will most likely be on the show <laughs> at some point, uh, even if you send us a ton, so... Uh, so yeah, send us questions. Okay. And another big announcement is you guys can subscribe to Kingdom Hearts Union on YouTube now. We are now uploading to YouTube. Yay! So I know for a lot of people, um, YouTube is a uh, very uh, a much more convenient way of uh, you know listening to podcasts than uh, sometimes iTunes is. Uh, so uh, yeah, definitely subscribe to us on YouTube. Lauren is putting in. A, a good job and editing uh, together a video to go along with uh, each podcast. Uh, so there's something that you can actually watch. So if we're talking about anything that might be uh, visually oriented, uh, that might be going on in the background while we talk. Uh, so yeah, if if you guys uh, like YouTube over iTunes, you know you don't want to open up that iTunes player and wait 20 minutes for it to load and then get to the iTunes <laughs> store and then go to the game and hobby section or go to your subscription feed. and You can just sc- subscribe to us on YouTube. It'll appear in your YouTube subscription feed when we upload. Uh, we also upload uh, Kingdom Hearts trailers. So if you don't want to worry about where to find your Kingdom Hearts trailers, they'll be posted to uh, 
uh, our Kingdom Hearts Union channel on YouTube. So there's a one-stop shop for anything that you're interested in Kingdom Hearts related. And finally, this is a big announcement, so please listen up. I know Churro's very happy about this. This is the last time we are offering this warning. Kingdom Hearts 3D spoilers are fair game. Yay, Bowser. Uh, they have been fair Spoiled game. It. They have been fair game for like a year now, but th- now, starting now, we are no longer going to tell you that they're fair game because it's been 2 years since it came out. So if it happens, you can't get mad at us. That exactly. Is, it's all You can't sue us. You can't you can't yet be mad at us, you know. Don't yeah. be mad. You, get you can't tweet at us yelling it's like, oh, but I didn't finish this game and I'm like, well, uh, you had a I'm, year. I'm sorry, but Lee has a keyblade and Sora didn't win the Mark of Mastery. I mean That was actually upsetting. That's just that's just how it goes, man. <laughs> that's how that's how Yen said rolls, man. That's how he rolls. And uh Zigbar is already part of Xehanort. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Which is already part one. <laughs> I'm like I'm like three quarters Xehanort. <laughs> oh right, I'm I'm nine tenths of a Xehanort. <laughs> Whatever that means. Too Whatever too much means. too much complication in their designations, I guess. But yeah, that's uh that's all our announcements so far. I know, uh, wait, wait, I got one. I got oh, one. Oh yep, 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 what's going on? Alright. Um uh, last episode I talked about um our uh Kingdom Hearts uh fan event called Disneyland of Departure which we uh, gather up at Disneyland for Mickey's Halloween party I have uh, regret to tell you guys that um, tickets have been sold out for the day we are gathering which is Friday October 3rd so we are trying to find ways to have people still attend even though they don't have a ticket right now we're thinking of having like a breakfast gathering at around 10am at IHOP near Disneyland and then we'll do like a like a downtown Disney crawl where we just, you know, walk around, check out shops while dressed as uh, Kingdom Hearts characters or people dressing up as Kingdom Hearts uh, swag and all that. So if you definitely want to hang out with us, uh, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Disneyland of Departure so you can um, get updates on what we're going to do for the event. And we also apologize for... um, to those who weren't able to get their tickets but yes the event the uh, tickets for the event have been sold out so please do come you know you can mingle with other Kingdom Hearts fans you can mingle with the staff of the event and have a good time and it's Disneyland you can have so much fun sweet so anyway moving on to the new segment uh Square Enix put out a casting call uh Square Enix North America specifically to fans uh, with something related to Kingdom Hearts 2.5. Um, yep. So yeah, it, from what we can gather, it seems like uh, it seems like something uh, similar to what they did for Kingdom Hearts 1.5, uh, where they had some sort of like uh, I don't know, like a PR video where they have fans talk about what Kingdom Hearts means to them and what like their favorite a, scenes are. Like a fan reaction video or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like a reaction video. Because Japan had it, Europe had it for 1.5. Um, it's kind of nice for North America to finally do something like that, you know, especially yeah. with 2.5. So, you know, I've submitted my application in and um, hopefully I get to check it out and see what it is and, you know, be a part of uh, history. Yeah, should be... Should be pretty interesting. Um, we can't yeah. do it. Yeah, <laughs> we we can't I'm, do I'm it. I'm in Canada. Sadly. Yeah, but she's in Canada. I'm in Florida. We're on the you know, opposite side of the country, so. Yeah, but Cher and I were thinking about maybe just like just asking a bunch of people if they want to do it. Yeah, I, I guess that'd be cool. Why do, why should we have to do their marketing for them though? I don't. I'm I'm not helping Paul marketing at Square Enix. Paul marketing should be paying me. Wait, what? But you're but you're on a Kingdom Hearts community like fan site. You're True. Already promoting it. <laughs> I'm already doing that. <laughs> you're already um, doing it. You're already already part of the community, so you know you're already yeah. country. I'm already I'm already doing that work already. Oh well. Hey, we might anyway. get more views though. Oh, true. Imagine. True. Imagine. Yeah. Oh man, that would be great. So anyway, we're moving on into our Tokyo Game Show speculation segment. So yeah, not too much news yet, but. Uh, there is definitely quite a bit to talk about for Tokyo Game Show, and thankfully, you know, maybe this is a blessing in disguise that we sort of, like, screwed up our last recording, because... 
since that recording, the uh, uh, Sony's had their uh, pre-TGS uh, press conference, and there was a lot of cool stuff there. Nothing related to Kingdom Hearts, but there was a lot no. of cool stuff there, like Persona Five and Persona, uh, Persona Five and Persona, uh, 5. Persona Five and yeah. No, there was, a, there's a, there's a there's a YS game for PS4. Yeah, that was yeah, really yeah. good. I like that one. Those East was, games uh, and there's Yakuza Gundam. Zero, Yakuza Zero that will probably never come to America because unfortunately, Yakuza Five didn't come, which is so dumb because those are great games. They're In really port. dumb. They're really dumb games, but they're so good. Okay, well, we'll we'll go to Japan, and then you can go pick one up. The problem is they're all in Japanese, which is fine because even in English they were all in Japanese. But the text needs to be translated. That's all we ask we, for. We can learn. We'll just learn. We'll learn. I don't want to do that. That's come on, Brandon, think... learn. Learn, yeah, Brandon, on, Brandon, learn. That would require like learning culture, and that's uh, that's what. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. If if I try to did it, you can do it. Try to did it. Yep. <laughs> Well, anyway, okay. uh, let's move on to some Kingdom Hearts-related things first. Um, and not Persona 5 on the PS4. Yeah, not Sorry, Persona 5 I'm really excited about PS4. that. <laughs> I like that. When I saw it, I thought of Brandon, uh, and I was like, yes. oh, he's going to flip. I, I, yeah, I, I saw, I I saw Brandon flip out in his tweet. He was just yeah, like, so I was, I was flipping he was lost out. for words. I passed out because I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> oh, I, I fell asleep. Yeah, I only watched so, through, like, the Vita stuff. Anyways. Uh, the, yeah, the Vita stuff is... It was pretty hard to watch. But anyway, uh, so first thing we need to ask is the obvious question. Do you think Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be at TGS at all in any capacity? Uh, I think it'll be there in like very, very minimal form if they yeah. decide to put something out. But the same I'm trailer. not holding my breath o- over it. I mean, like Sabi said, it could be the very same trailer. Yeah. I would say at best we might just get, uh, you know, the same sort of thing where there's a teaser at the end of the Kingdom Hearts 2.5 trailer, and it might just be like the same clip from E3, but in Japan with Japanese text instead, or it might be maybe the same kind of clip, but maybe it's a new clip. I think that's about as good as we'd get. Ten seconds of extra footage. Ten seconds of extra. Footage. Check it out right here. Yeah. Sorry, I'm pretty, just promoting for them already. <laughs> pre- pretty much, yeah. So clearly, we don't have high hopes for Kingdom Hearts three being there. But hey, you know, the last time we didn't have high hopes for Kingdom Hearts three being there, Kingdom Hearts was announced. <laughs> so. Yeah, so just don't don't wish for it. It might happen. Yeah, <laughs> that and sounds the, like the what last, we should do. The last time we had like high hopes was at E three, and we had all those hopes dashed. <laughs> yeah, so don't have any high hopes. Don't just have high like, hopes. Have it's not going to happen, hopes. and then just have low expectations, and then bam. Yeah. Actually, that's how I roll. Like I, whenever I go to like E three and Comic Con and all these other cons and stuff, I always roll with, like, low expectations so that I am not disappointed, and if something does happen, I am surprised. So, yeah, yeah so it's definitely good to go into stuff like that. It's kind of like me asking a girl out. I have very low expectations when I do that. There you go. <laughs> so always, always have low expectations when going into conferences and thinking about Square Enix. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, apart from Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is obviously going to be there i mean it's coming out october in japan and this conference is in september so pretty clearly Literally that too it's gonna and, be there uh, i'm thinking that they might do kingdom Hearts key as well because they did it last year yeah, yeah like any any big updates they're going to add to it since it's a japanese only game as well so yeah. i think that kingdom Hearts key may make an appearance as well yeah and on on top of that uh japan is uh definitely pretty big on you know browser slash mobile type games so uh, yeah, I, I, I would imagine there might be like some sort of Kingdom Hearts key trailer there. Uh, but yeah, uh, obviously Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is going to be there. Do you guys think there's going to be anything new about Kingdom Hearts 2.5 that we don't already know that they would be telling us at TGS? Probably not. Yeah. Not really. Me neither. I'm very unlikely. I mean, there's really nothing add, new to add in, two, in a game that for, that's already yeah. told us what it all it could for the past... They'll just show Eight the final years. product. Yeah, and on top of that, they're already like selling pre-orders, so it, they can't s- show us anything new for like what they're selling because obviously they're already taking pre-orders and they've already announced what the collector's editions are. So it's definitely and now they're sold like out. That. Yeah, now they're sold out. But Churro, you bought one. 
Yeah, I I really I was finding somebody to try to buy it from me from the online store, and then when I found it, it was sold out, and then Kita Marston Starter was you know very kind enough to post uh, a pre-order ta- uh, post about um, different sites you can pre-order the game from, like and it lists all the different variations of the collector's pack, and um, I was looking at originally I was looking at the because I really wanted the uh, Play Arts Kai, the Limit Form Sora. And I was looking at the uh, standard edition game with the Player's Kai, and I was like, huh. Then I was looking at the uh, the uh, the big one, the entire collector's edition, which is the art book, the Blu-ray mu- uh, music, and the Player's Kai and the special package. And that kind of that. I, and then I was looking at the price of that. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna grab it because it seems cool, and I really adds to my collection. So I bought that, and and ended up running me about three hundred nineteen dollars. Which yeah. is not bad That's for a uh, collector's edition of something yeah. Kingdom Hearts related. So yeah, if if you were wondering why we weren't getting those in the states, that price is a big reason Probably why, why. It, that that collection is not cheap. So yeah, and trying to buy like units of them. Oh yeah, them exactly. Especially America, the especially the ma- much I mean, more difficult. I mean, to make them and to sell them and then to create how, a limited amount of co- uh, copies of that, you know, it's just, you know, it's all marketing, it's all business sales, you know, you gotta see if it's worth it or not, and I mean, we, I mean, I really hope that we might get something, I don't want to say similar, but something. Yeah, exactly. That's called collectors, and not, you know, but other than that, you know, it's, that price point is just way too high for your, an average gamer, because most, like, collector's editions here in the, in the, North America usually runs up between like a hundred and hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. But three hundred dollars exactly. is something totally different, which is like I think that it's price the cost of a new PS3. Pretty no. much, <laughs> I don't think that most people are going to buy a three hundred dollar collector's edition. You know, for one for two games, you know, an art book, a Player's Kai, and and all that. I mean, most people will just usually just do a hundred fifty dollars for the game and, and a, like a collector's figure. You know, yeah, exactly. which is kind of you know standard because you know they do include something like that in this collector's edition so you know if they were just to sell the, the standard game with like the player's Kai, then that would be understandable here for like 150 dollars but 300 300 dollars for everything is kind of too pricey here in north america because i don't really see anything collector's edition worth that much yeah, costing exactly. that much i should say no well the only thing I've seen like almost close to that price was the Titanfall Collector's Edition, which was two hundred and fifty dollars, and then you got the tax on there. Did you sell anything? Did you sell any of those at your yeah. store? Um, we, well, you had to pre-order them, and if you didn't, Jeez. then you wouldn't get it. I can't Same believe the, people um, are buying. Well, I, I feel bad for them now. It's not like Titanfall became the big thing that people yeah. thought it was going to be. It, it's not Same like it's not Age. dead. It's not dead. Yeah. But it's still big. Yeah, no, I mean, because cause for, for, for something that much, for a brand new, like, IP, like Titanfall... Yeah, it doesn't make you know, any it's, sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if it's something as big as, say, like, if they're, say, if Nintendo was doing it for Legend of Zelda... Yeah, that makes or, sense. Or, you know, something similar, big big name game, then you can understand it, but, like, Titanfall is, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. You don't even but... know if that's going to be any good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, I and it's since since it's Xbox One exclusive too as well, so it's like you know, yeah, that's another one console. That's another one. That's another th- point too. But like, can, I mean, since Kingdom Hearts is you know a well loved franchise, you know, yeah, but like still, two hundred to three hundred dollars isn't really something a lot of people are willing yeah, to pay exactly. money for for one, either one game, depending on what they're going to include in the collector's edition, plus like a limited edition something, you know. All right, so it seems like uh, since there won't be too many things uh, at Tokyo Game Show, uh, probably specifically for Kingdom Hearts, uh, is there anything off the top of your guys' head that should be uh, interesting for Kingdom Hearts fans that they should be watching out for? Um, like Square Enix related or just general? Anything, anything. I mean, uh, I mean, Enix, everybody's four, for Square Enix. It's pretty five. clear. We've got maybe Final Fantasy fifteen, definitely Type Zero, uh, but there's yeah, there's a lot of other stuff too. I mean, there's, I mean, like Sebi just shouted out, there's a Persona 5, which is really a big thing. Then you have, like, Yakuza 0 for Mm -hmm. them. I'm Um, really into Mobile Suit Gundam games, so they kind of, like, teasered that, and I thought that was cool. Cool I'll see what they're making this time. I mean, for some reason, like, for some reason, like, the the Japanese titles on their end, I didn't really see a lot of, like, 
big name titles. I mean, Kojima was up there and he pulled a Hashimoto just like saying stuff, discussing PT, and then all of a sudden it's just like, please be excited, and then he walked off. That was something kind of interesting about that little that whole Sony press conference was that it's pretty clear that this isn't the main thing for anybody. Like, the, every, this is clearly a preview event for most of the big publishers. Yeah. So... Uh, if if something isn't shown here, but something is shown at Tokyo Game Show for anything, don't be surprised because it seems like this is sort of intended to be the uh, the appetizer segment of uh, of their Tokyo Game Show coverage. It was for pretty a lot much just kind of like showcasing like Sony products. Yeah, they announced yeah, like all like a light pink white PS Vita slim exactly. model. And like they're just talking about like sales and stuff. They're not it's exactly. not big on games until much later. Yeah, and the good news is all that stuff is out of the way now, so the yeah. only good stuff can be announced at Tokyo Game Show if if there's anything to announce. So Yeah, so yeah, definitely a lot of good things off the top of my head. Yeah, obviously Final Fantasy fifteen if it's there, uh Type Zero definitely is going to be there. That looks awesome. Um uh Metal Gear Solid five, if you like if you like Kingdom Hearts, you might like Metal Gear. Like it's it's definitely uh, very. Similar. I wanna I wanna like I wanna Me I mean too. I love Metal Gear, but like I still haven't played Ground Zeroes. I still don't think it's worth thirty dollars. I played. I okay. So I I I bought Ground Zeroes. It is. It was definitely worth the money I paid for it, and I'm I'm very I'm very stingy. It, it was really good. Like there's, yeah, I'll just I just wait to. Yeah, wait. I mean, it, it's fine. Wait for it to till it gets cheaper. But like, no joke, it's really awesome. And it's not just people talking about. Oh, you know, I complete Ground Zeroes in ten minutes, but that's only one mission that's included. There's there's like like four or five missions included, and they all have like an easy mode and a hard mode. And there's like a lot of Easter eggs in there. And then there's the uh, two extra missions, Jame Vu and Deja Vu. In total, it's like at least like ten or twelve hours of uh, of gameplay. If you're looking for story content, you're not going to get that much. Uh, if you're looking for just story content, you should probably just watch Ground Zeroes, just the Ground Zeroes mission on YouTube or something. But like for uh, for a product for like Metal Gear fans, it's so awesome. Like it's it's really good. It surprised me. It's it's to me it was worth the money. But yeah, it's definitely uh, yeah. If you're just if you're only looking for story, this is not not what you're looking for you're, you should probably yeah. wait for the phantom pain that said if you are big on story you better like you better brush up on the story that goes on in ground zeros because it is important so brush up on it how you can but yeah i have not played any metal gear game you should play all <laughs> you should change that and play all metal I gear games i don't know it's, i got too much on my plate it's there through mass effect right now well yeah i have yeah that. i haven't I have Mass Effect all all three games downloaded. I haven't played them yet. Those are I all the good. first one, and I'm stuck because I hate the stupid vehicle. Because I think yes, Mako the is stupid the dumbest vehicle, thing in the world. Yes, the vehicle is the dumbest thing in the world. I I recently uh, played through Mass Effect one and two, and then I'm in the middle of beating three, and literally at at one point during like the final mission of uh, Mass Effect one, the stupid Mako wouldn't drive straight. Like when does it, it drive it, straight? It doesn't. It doesn't it drive floats. straight, and no joke, the you're driving down a narrow hallway. So what ended up happening is it wouldn't drive straight. It would drive in a corkscrew up the wall of the tunnel <laughs> and then onto the ceiling, and it would be driving corkscrews down the hallway really slow. And there's a timer ticking off, and I died. And then I had to like start over from the whole beginning of the level, <gasps> which was a like an eight hour thing. That's well, painful. maybe not eight hours, like more like two hours, but still, it was rough. Yeah, that's Very when you give rough. up and you're like rage quit. You're like, I'm done. I'm done for the day. I, night, I think year. it. I think Screw it this. was like, I think that wasn't intended. I think that was legitimately a bug because the next time I played through it, the Mako, the Mako was able to drive straight, but still, Mass Effect One is very buggy. Just yeah, I just. Uh, but yeah, uh, as as far as like rage. stuff that's going to be there. Um, We've already seen something from Persona Five. Honestly, I don't think we're going to see anything else. Um, but ho- hopefully, hopefully, we can actually see gameplay of Persona Five because Persona Five they've only shown uh, that little anime cutscene, which you know, as cool as it is, it's just the anime cutscene. Oh well, 
guys have any other ideas? There's that Dragon Eight, uh, that Dragon Quest, uh, Dragon Quest Heroes, the Dragon Not Quest thing. <laughs> just, it looks cute. I'm so it looks, it's. I mean, I I think that that the uh, Hyrule Warriors set like something you know special with the whole Masuda type yeah. gaming and like. I wonder if eventually Square Enix will make uh, Final Fantasy Masuo and then they'll probably amplify Kingdom Hearts and make Kingdom Hearts Masuo. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine the 1,000 of... Heartless Battle amplified by 1,000 oh, yeah. you know, on a PS4 system. And... But that's working with three companies, though. So you would have, like, Koei being yeah. the mastermind of Dynasty Warriors and then Final Fantasy and then Disney, and you're just kind of like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was the interesting thing that I noticed was that yeah, this is being developed uh by uh Tecmo Koei, I think. I don't know if uh I don't know how much Square Enix is even involved in this particular game apart from like I don't know if there's any story in it or it probably conceptual type things. It depends. Like the way they've been doing like the Gundam series for Dynasty mm-hmm. Warriors cuz yeah. they just released uh Dynasty Warriors Gundam Reborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um they took like they took I think five of the series, like the anime series, and I mm-hmm. watched through Destiny and Seed and Destiny, and they just relive like the major events in them. Gotcha. So maybe that might be it. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be pretty interesting. I I would say what would kind of be interesting, and we were sort of talking about it before the show, is that uh, for Kingdom Hearts, uh, you know, Dynasty Warriors type game, the event or events that make the most sense for that type of gameplay would be the Keyblade Wars. So it maybe it would be kind of cool to actually play the Keyblade Wars, you know, the, the one in the past, not the one that's going to occur in Kingdom Hearts 3, maybe, uh, but the one in the past that Birth by Sleep uh, talks about. And maybe you could create your own Keyblade wielder, or maybe there's one that's already there, but maybe you can choose from a pool of them, and, you know, kind of like Dynasty Warriors, where you can play different characters. I don't know. I think I think it would make sense for that time period because uh, that gameplay is really good for crowd battles. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, nice so hack and slash. Yeah, nice hack, hack and slash stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else Kingdom Hearts fans would care about at Tokyo Game Show. Um, not really. Yeah, Persona Five. If for if you, you of course. if you speak Japanese, Yakuza Zero. Oh, oh, oh. What? Okay, what? so if you like Persona, oh, you no. would probably like Here this other series. Here we go again. So no joke, since the last podcast, I started playing Phoenix Wright, and I played Phoenix Wright 1 through 4, and I'm playing uh, Phoenix Wright 5, and you should definitely play all those games. They are so good. Like, no kidding. I I don't get too obsessed about too many games. This is really awesome. And... If any what, of on the you, DS? Uh, yes, uh, so Phoenix Wright one through three are, uh, yeah, actually Phoenix Wright one through four uh, are on the DS, but Phoenix Wright one through three is now on iOS, and it's coming to 3DS at the end of the year uh, in the states uh, in oh, H cool. in HD. Uh, basically, the original Phoenix Wright games use these like uh, like normal sprites, like you would imagine, you know, any like Super Nintendo game to use, but like pretty big sprites. But uh, the the iOS and the 3DS versions are actually using the original source art uh, for the sprites. So they're actually the hand-drawn versions. It looks like the actual drawings they did instead of, like, these pixelated sprites. So it looks pretty cool. I would not recommend playing Phoenix Wright on iOS, though. It's really, really laggy. The new one, Dual yeah. Destinies, works fine. I tried that, but the, uh, the, for, the original trilogy is terrible. I would not recommend it. It's very slow. Played on probably 3DS. work on my phone anyways. I have an iPhone 4. Oh, yeah. Probably. So it, it would be even worse. I have a 5S. Worse. So I have the latest phone and it's still laggy. So don't. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's going to just break in my hands. Yeah. And on top of that, <laughs> it's literally 2D sprites. I don't know how they managed to make it so slow, but they did. But yeah, definitely. If you like Persona, like, no kidding. I don't, I don't recommend other game franchises that often. When I recommended Persona, I wasn't kidding. When I'm recommending Phoenix right now, I'm not kidding. It's super awesome. Uh, and at Tokyo Game Show, there's going to be uh, sort of a side story uh, Phoenix Wright game that's set in the Meiji area. So you're going to be a lawyer in the Meiji era, which is like uh, in between the uh, the 
old era and the modern era. So there's going to be the death of samurai and introducing of trains and steampunk stuff. I don't know. This should be awesome. So I think it's called Dai Gakutan Saiban Ryonsuke Naruhodo Noboken or something like that. It's going to be like Phoenix Wright old school. That's what they're going to call it over here. But hey, yeah. Chiro, are we still a Kingdom Hearts podcast? <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here just like patiently saying, he's going, he's going, he's still going, he's still going. And I'm like, wow, Look, is, are we going to turn this into a Phoenix Wright play podcast the persona, pr- Play the uh, Professor Layton Phoenix Wright game. I'm definitely, con- good. Definitely, definitely considering it. Okay, My so with regards... Yelling. With regards to talking about other games, I have no problems with talking about other games. The only thing is, uh, I would rather talk about Kingdom Hearts if there was stuff to talk about with Kingdom Hearts. So, <laughs> if Square Enix wants to fix that in our podcast, I would be happy to oblige them. Uh, we can do a chill news. cast. We could do a chill cast. And talk cast. about video games. Yeah, exactly. So, Just yeah. a one day. Yeah, we we still love you, different. Brandon. Don't worry. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. This is a conversational podcast. We can talk about whatever we want. And uh-huh. speaking of which... Whatever we want... Whatever Speaking of want. which, a- anything we want. Speaking of which, we're going to move on to the question segment where we get lots of interesting <laughs> personal questions. I love branded segues. They're my favorite. Yes, segues are very important. So anyway. Speaking of Lizzie McGuire. Speak- <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you're bringing it up, speaking of Lizzie McGuire, I've been watching a lot of Lizzie McGuire lately. Is uh, Lizzie McGuire Disney? Yes, it is. Yes. It so is. imagine oh, her being so Kingdom Kyle Hearts works. three. Oh man, I would like I would no not. kidding. I would love a, a Lizzie McGuire level, no, or just I a Lizzie Lizzie McGuire optional boss. I want or to, summon. Oh, or summon. I want Maybe to summon DLC. Lizzie McGuire to fight Kate Saunders. There's no way you can be a cheerleader. You just got it because you're wearing a bra. This is middle school. Who do you think you are? Wow. Wa- I've been watching a lot of Lizzie. Wow. McGuire. I it's can super tell. Good. It's super good. It's so dumb, but it's so good. I love it. So I'm, speaking I'm like, of questions, question so time. <laughs> if you want to be involved in the show, uh, you guys can send us your questions to khuquestions at gmail.com or ask them on the forums. Uh, this first question or giant essay comes from Halcyon. And Halcyon says, Hey, new to Gaming Union, and I've been listening to the podcast since last summer. Finally had the time to make an account. Woohoo! Yay! And then she goes on to... She has individual messages for each of us, so we'll each respond to them as uh, as we read them. So, uh, first one is for me. Brandon, you have so... You know so many technical details about the process of developing video games that honestly makes me want to Google some of the things you're saying. Uh, you're probably one of the most dedicated fans out there. Oh, and your Southern Drawl. It's awesome. Wonder if you could keep using the Southern Drawl for one whole podcast. Um, I don't. Th- I don't think I can do that. Uh, is there a request thread for the Kingdom Hearts Union podcast? I want to request that. So, actually, speaking of requests, um, there actually uh, is a thread right going on right now. I think Cool Sun on the on GamingUnion.net uh, set it up, and it's sort of like uh, in response to what we were talking about last episode, uh, where it's like um, future segments. Uh, so if you guys have any requests for future segment ideas, we would love to hear that because then uh, then we could possibly use those on the show. Uh, but yeah, you could definitely request things there. As far as Southern Drawl goes, um, thank you. Uh, I'm not that great at it. Uh, I live in <laughs> South Florida, which is definitely not... I mean, ironically, it is so far south that it is no longer the south anymore. So my Southern Drawl does not come from uh, experience. It comes from TV and... To me, you're super south, because I'm <laughs> really north. Yes, you're really north. Here. But uh, if if you ever visit South Florida, you will find that it is like, it's like L.A., but on the East Coast, or slash New that's York. That's like the best way to describe it, L.A. on the East Coast. Yeah, it's that's pretty much what it is. It's the same, this, even like the same street layout, how it's all like in grids, same exact thing. And it's hot, and the only, the main difference is that over here it's really humid and hot over there it's really dry and hot so that's the main yeah i was in florida last year and that was so humid over there even in august even during a thunderstorm yeah Yeah. it's super hot and humid yeah it's really gross um but yeah that's 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 south florida it's definitely not um uh it's not redneck 
you know, central and northern Florida. That's where you start getting redneck. Uh, <laughs> this next one is for you, Savvy. Savvy, so Yay. glad you've joined the podcast episodes recently. Having a female perspective is awesome. You're probably the most cynical podcast host person. <laughs> anyway, you're <laughs> funny, though. I love how you lighten up the mood some, uh, most of the time. I had to think about if I was actually cynical, and I think I am. It's okay. Well, especially the churro, because I yeah. sass him a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she does. She sasses me so much. E- even even when we chat online, she sasses me a lot. Oh, no, on Twitter is mostly when it happens, because you post things that I'm jealous about, and I just have to sass you. I know. It's just like an automatic response. It's just like, oh my god, churro posted something. Time to be sassy. Crack snuckles. Oh, yeah. We sass each other all the time on Twitter. It's like a whole thing. Exactly. And but she loves me. You need, yeah, you need to do that more because I'm going to school and I need things. To yeah, and me. and basically, you know, with uh, 2.5 getting closer, you know, Square Next might do another event where I might be attending. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be super awesome, yeah. and then we can ask you about that. Speaking yes. of Thank jealousy. You for the speaking of jealousy, Churro, I bookmarked your blog in my browser. You look and sound like the YouTube singer Andrew Garcia. Are you in any way Spanish, Mexican, <laughs> Filipino? And you are so lucky. You were in the same breathing space as Namora. Broken heart. Super jealous. Broken heart. That wasn't me saying that. I don't know if I prefaced that that was, that was still a part of the question. But that That's was. so funny. But uh, I just say thank you for uh, bookmarking my, my site. Um, it's not much to look at. It's just a little more personal thing of my life. Of you know, yeah. As for Andrew Garcia, I've never heard of this person, so I'll no, definitely I... take a look. Because uh, I've I've been I've been compared to like different uh, celebrities before, and I'm looking and I'm going, man, I don't see any resemblance there. So I'm just like, okay. And I am indeed you know, Hispanic or Latino or Mexican, however you want to call me, but yes, I am. And, uh, being in the same breathing space as Nomura is, like, one of the best things ever. I mean, I could have, I was so close to him at one point, like, like, not just a table length away for the autograph session, but I was, like, right behind him where I could have just given him a hug and probably an elbow to the face. (laughs) That would be pretty, uh, pretty interesting story to have. But well, uh, I'm pretty, pretty sure you're pretty like Mean Girls. It's like one wait, time I met wait him until and after Kingdom Hearts Three is out, then you can do it. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that he got it like just, just you know just poked me with the keyblade to the face or something, you know. Yeah, pretty much. And oh, interesting fact. I don't know if anybody knows this, but I am actually Hispanic as well. So we have two two Hispanic people on the show. I do Yay. not look it at all or sound it or act Same like here. it, but I am. Uh, I'm, I'm actually Asian. 100, 100%. And yeah, Sabby's Asian. So and I'm we Canadian. have a very diverse and Canadian. Such a diverse podcast. And and, you know, and we, female. We you have female perspective. That's a, that's like plus female, 10. Asian, plus 10 diversity. Canadian. Yep. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't really sound Hispanic at all. But like I always tell people I'm like a I'm like a white Mexican. I act more white than I do Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, uh uh, Halcyon had a ton of questions. We're going to take uh, Halcyon's first question, and they ask, uh, what will happen to Roxas with Ventus in the picture? Seriously, I've been wondering about this for a while now. I've also been wondering about what their reaction will be when they meet each other. Uh, I guess one of the seven wonders of Twilight Town, the doppelganger, was real. Haha. <laughs> And uh, nothing will happen to Roxas. I mean, as Sora said in Kingdom Hearts 3D, that Roxas is his own person. Yeah. So Roxas will coexist with Ventus, and as far as their reaction, they'll probably be like, "But hey, this guy looks like me." It's almost like looking at a mere reflection of myself. And, yeah. uh, and then they'll have like a, a a war of seeing who's sexier and all that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Honestly, if you consider what uh, both Roxas and Ventus have gone through in their collective lives, I don't think this is going to be the most surprising thing they've ever seen. And not only that, they're voiced by the same person, so it makes it weird to have <laughs> Jesse McCartney interact with themselves. <laughs> well, I think hello. they would just kind of like mirror each other's movements and be like, are we the same person? And then they're oh, like, man. nah, we're not. It's kind of like uh, Fight Club, because we are the same person. It would be so great if they became best friends, but then 
they have one source left out. They have one strong differing opinion, and it's probably about sea salt ice cream. Maybe. Can you imagine at the end of like Kingdom Hearts three where like every back on Destiny Islands, including like Roxas and Fantas, and everybody's all just like chilling out at the tree. You just see like so many different forms of Sora. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Shion, Roxas, Ventus, they're all, like all parts of Sora. All Sora. It's basically all Sora. They're like, oh, how do you know Sora? It's like, oh, I was part of Sora. Oh, Me yeah. too. <laughs> so I'm, let's go I'm talk his about dark it. side. Oh, I'm his light side. Oh, I'm his funny side. Oh, I'm his side that he shows to his mom. I'm his I'm persona. It, and I'm his side that oh, he God. likes Kari. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We got nominee there. I mean, Naminé and uh, Kairi were able to handle it just fine. And they kind of look the same. So. It's different hair. No, so, yeah. Never mind. I, we, we think it'll be just <laughs> fine. I mean, what could possibly happen? It's Kingdom Hearts, right? Nothing um, bad would it, ever happen. Nobody well, dies if, in if Kingdom Hearts. If, if it follows weird time travel stuff, then they cease to exist. Yeah, maybe. So. Oh, you know what would be kind of interesting? Well, I mean, the last time we saw Ventus, he still looked the same age. But what if... When he wakes up, he suddenly ages like ten years, so that he'd be like, well, he'd be like a like a, I don't know, like a twenty year old or something. And the voice goes through puberty so fast, it changes yeah. from, from from that to like very deep. He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, wow, whoa, what is this? Awesome! Look at all my muscles. Muscles. Yeah, I don't know. I think that'd be I think that would be kind of cool because then uh, I think that would be the best way out for having two people that look exactly the same. Is oh, you just instantly age him to the age he's supposed to be so i think that's i think that's the solution anyway the next one uh is a question from cool son to me so i'll take it uh pretty quickly it's a more personal question but brandon now that you've graduated what are your plans uh for the future with your computer science degree i'm a computer science major myself and would be curious to hear your plans and the way he ties this into kingdom hearts is that oh well they talk about data in recoded and tron worlds so sculpting a lot of butts sculpting butts okay context let me explain the context so uh basically uh right now i'm focusing uh pretty pretty exclusively on uh independent game development i'm working on a game right now uh if you want to find out more about it go to uh brandon9654.deviantart.com or you can also follow me on twitter at underscore brandon underscore and that's b-r-a-n-d-e-n it looks cool yeah so so basically um yeah working on a game right now and with regards to yeah sculpting sculpting butts um basically prior to uh, working hardcore in uh, 3D game development, uh, I was mostly a 2D artist. And one of the most important things artists need to learn is human anatomy, especially for animation. So my first goal to myself, to prove to myself that I could handle 3D modeling, was I needed to anima- uh, I needed to model a uh, roughly anatomically correct human. So that means naked. So... <laughs> There's no genitals, so it's it's like like a Barbie, but he does have a butt, so uh, be be warned. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to see um, uh, the progress on my game so far, I just released a new video uh, on my DeviantArt page, so brandon9654.deviantart.com. I'm working in Unreal Engine 4, so it's all super next-gen and whatever you want to call it. Uh, so yeah, working on computer science. If you guys don't know what computer science is, uh, computer science is the study of computation but most people study it so they can learn how to program and make uh make software so uh video games uh are just another form of software so yeah that's that's what i'm doing i'm programming but i'm also an artist so i'm doing 3d modeling and stuff so yeah definitely check it out so Uh, our final really quick hold on the reason why i keep telling brandon about butts is because it was like one night where I told oh, yeah. him, I, I messaged him at three in the morning. I was in like, I was on vacation and you know, what 21 year olds do. Um, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like sculpting butts. And I thought he was like, actually like, you know, clay modeling, like sculpting butts. <laughs> and I thought it was really weird. And I was like, this is weird to do at three in the morning. Yeah. But yeah. That's where that all came from. Yeah, so I was literally, <laughs> literally sculpting a butt in uh, in a program called ZBrush, uh, and yeah, so I don't know, it was kind of a weird time. And also, at many <laughs> times that you also were messaging me, I was either like painting 
his butt or like <laughs> animating his butt like moving up and down in a walk cycle i don't know i think it's i oh. think it might be you sevi or maybe or maybe it, or maybe it's us maybe it's like some weird thing with us that can only revolve around butts. butts i don't understand yep. it's i'm weird. fine with that all so, the butts in the world, the in the world. <laughs> so anyway uh this final question comes from bell farmer and bell farmer sent this question via email like you can too at kingdom hearts at, at khu what, what is our email let me check <laughs> this is new for me too khu questions questions at gmail.com so that that's what she she did i'm assuming is that she bell sounds like a uh, girl girl name so that's what she did so you can do it too please email us because email is cool and definitely not old tech anyway imagine you were hired by square enix to direct the kingdom hearts game after kingdom hearts 3 it would star a new cast and story uh, but just uh, but in the same universe how would you like to aim the franchise how would the new characters be related to the old ones? Or would they be entirely fresh? Oh, man. That's just a loaded question. Yeah. So what, what, I wish if, I had time you were directing, if you were directing the next okay. Kingdom Hearts after Kingdom Hearts 3, what would... Uh, okay, first, who would it star? Um, would it be a new character or would it be Sora or would it be maybe another see, character? See, the thing is, I like Sora. I really okay. do. But okay. he, he needs like the time and thing where he should like stop. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so maybe um, someone new, or maybe someone that's already in the franchise that hasn't had hasn't been the main character yet. Probably someone new. They might have to do the same thing, where okay. they like you know trust upon a keyblade on them, how uh, Terra and Aqua okay. have. Um, so they, I I guess to continue the lineage type of deal, they kind of have to do that either in three or something else. Um, so it should be a new person. That'd so, be cool. Now, what about the old cast? Would you want them to still be in, but maybe as mentors? Yes, yes, okay. I would want that. So, if there was a school cor- for Keyblade wielders, yeah, they uh, make it into a school Hogwarts. and then make they it have make a Harry Potterish. Yeah, no, that'd be super cool. But yeah, I I'm probably could. And see, then there'd just be armies see fighting Pokemon again. Company. You don't have to keep using Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum can grow up and be the mentor to the next guy. That's a cool idea. So yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. Sora, could, Sora, Riku, and Kairi could be the mentors to the next generation. That would be super awesome. I don't know what, where it would go, though. Like, if you, like, saved the world already. Yeah, or, like, the u- true. Uni- like, universe already. Like, what can you do? Yeah. Well, I guess some, you, like, something I had an idea universes? about. I don't yeah. Know. Something I had an idea about was, okay, so let's say you have some, let's just assume you have a generic villain already. This would be more of an interesting direction for the game formula. So what if, instead of a 30-hour game, it would be only, like, 8 or 12 hours, but it would be something that came out every single year, and it would only cover one Disney World at a time, and it would really flesh out each Disney World, and each episode would be its own uh, story, but there would be an overarching story that tied them all together, and there would be several episodes going year over year. So one year, you're in... Agrabah, and it is a full-on long adventure in Agrabah, a much bigger world than we normally explore, and it's all about the crazy hijinks that you get into in Agrabah. And then the next episode, maybe it's an original world, you know, you go to Traverse Town and there's a whole, you know, 10-hour plot in this area, because in in all the Kingdom Hearts games so far, they've been focused on many worlds, and sometimes those worlds come off as filler and i think it'd be kind of interesting to shake it up and what if you made these worlds like really important to the story and what if they were the whole story uh that you just spend some time here and meet all the people and actually flesh out the world i think it'd be kind of interesting what do you guys think that'd be pretty cool big Disney. that'd be like that. confusing though it is like, it is different it, it's hard to expand an entire world if you can't like you don't know how much it would be like let's say beauty and the beast right like mm. you have the full castle and then you would have bell's like village or town or whatever exactly yeah so there's not that is that is definitely a big challenge is that there there isn't a lot fleshed out in the movies that said it's not the first time this sort of thing has been done at least with the example of like aladdin or little mermaid 
both of those had very successful TV series, and those did exactly that, where it was just a TV series of all these crazy adventures you could get up to in and TV shows aren't like that anymore, unfortunately. They're not like that anymore, nope. but that doesn't mean video games can't be like that either. But, I don't know, I just think it's an interesting idea that maybe you do, you know, I don't know, a bigger focus on each Disney World. I think it would be something interesting and different uh, for the series, because honestly... If they just kept doing more Kingdom Hearts, I think I would get sick of it after a while <laughs> with the same exact formula. I mean, the gameplay can be, you know, sort of the same. I just think it would be kind of interesting to shake up the story a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Churro, you have any ideas? New cast, new story, new direction for the games, any ideas? <clears throat> I think that only something like that would happen if only Nomura steps down as director. I yeah. mean, I think that with Sora, you know, has is always uh, Nomura's, you know, his baby, mm-hmm. you know, and and so a story is that um, it's something that Nomura created from you know from scratch. You know, I would love to see a new cast, new everything. Only if Nomura steps down from being director and he moves to more like a executive producer role, and yeah. then a new director can come up and make it brand new, like reboot the series, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I or even just do what you guys said about keeping the old characters but making them more older and making them mentors. You know, I, I just don't want to see. Old Man Sora. Yeah, I just don't want to see like this happen with like Nomura. I don't want to have to have Nomura be forced to do this. You know, you know. I want him if he's going to do it, he'll do it in his own time. But I would love to see all this happen when he's you know, not director anymore. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I think I think whatever needs to happen after Kingdom Hearts three needs to be something that shakes up the franchise. Whatever it is, uh, really could be anything. Uh, but it seems like. I don't know. Just going off of like the track record of how uh, uh, Japanese authors tend to work, um, it seems like the opposite would be true, that Sora will remain the main character forever, and then there'll just be another monster or bad guy, and oh, look, it's yep. Orochimaru now, and, and oh, no, it's Madara, oh, no, it's Frieza, oh, no, it's Cell, oh, no, it's, I don't know, Monkey Jibuji. It's Team Rocket. It's Team Rocket. Don't, it's Team Plasma. Just, just spoil Naruto for me, that's all. Because <laughs> I'm watching. Oh, man. I know who Madara is. Thank okay, God. That's, that's good, that's good. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's all I know so far. But, uh, yeah, as far as, like, just if you go on how normally uh, Japanese stories go, uh, they're very formulaic. They like to stay with what's safe. Um, That's why we've had, you know, almost eight Kingdom Hearts games and we still haven't had Kingdom Hearts 3 yet. Uh, It's because, well, that's what's what's safe. Don't want to make a new franchise, no new IPs. That would be dangerous. So, I don't know. They're they're definitely very reluctant to shake things up too much, so hopefully hopefully we're proven wrong and they try something new. I would love to see what the uh, Osaka team uh, could do other than Kingdom Hearts if they could do their own new series by themselves and you know make something new because they're all very talented people. Uh, why why make them uh, why force them to make only Kingdom Hearts forever? It would be kind of weird to do that. So, yeah, I, th- I think those are all interesting ideas. And that pretty much wraps up our show for today. So, uh, for today in our music segment, we have a very uh, special uh, soundtrack and a very special remix. This one comes from Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. The song is Rage Awakened, and this is an 8-bit remix. Uh, this is done by uh, a YouTuber called Arohu uh, on YouTube, and he does a ton of 8-bit remixes for Kingdom Hearts, and it looks like some other things as well. So if you want to check them out, it's uh, O-R-O-H-U uh, on YouTube. I've actually been wanting to put this one on for a while, so I'm excited to finally uh, feature it for you. Yay! And yeah, uh, if you guys Yay. don't know, Rage Awakened is uh, the song that plays when you fight uh, Terra's armor in uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix. So uh, get used to this song. You're going to hear it a lot because he's hard. <laughs> so. So anyway, didn't you like break like a million controllers fighting him, Chiro? I broke nine yeah. controllers oh, wow. just fighting him. I remember um, the most I, I broke three in one day. That was <laughs> how how bad it was. Oh my oh, god! I I bought it, drove down to uh, GameStop, bought a controller, came back home, played it, lost like four times, broke that, drove down to GameStop, bought another one, and then uh, the GameStop one? employee was like, "Like, where did you did you just buy a controller?" I was like, "Yeah, I just." Uh, I was playing Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, and 
that's one of the new optional bosses if that is really hard and I've already rage quitted and I've already broken you know more controls than this and this is my third one I'm buying today and he was just like wow I'm sure he was so, happy about that so. you guys yeah, uh, yeah he got he got my money so did you guys do defective exchanges defective exchange well I mean he broke it so be like oh it's broken I'd be like sir <laughs> It was, it was like this days. when I got this. I don't know. Yeah. The guy that doesn't speak English did it. It wasn't me. I found it this way. It, it was my twin. It was my twin. <laughs> it was the chimpanzee. Oh, man. It was the chimpanzee that came in through my window. That's literally something that happened on Lizzie McGuire. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there's, just, there's literally like this whole episode where the okay. chimpanzee comes in the window and ruins everything. It's great. Speaking of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of episode endings, the next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 30th of September. You guys can subscribe to the Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union uh, podcast on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts, and we are number one. And you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com. And Chiro? KH2.co.uk. And remember that you guys can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And please send us your questions to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. And also... Subscribe to us on YouTube. Go look for, go do a search for Kingdom Hearts Union. Yeah, we're do on it. YouTube. YouTube is awesome. Go do check it right us now. Out. Don't do yeah, it later. As, do it now. As you're listening. Yeah, as you're we listening, do. do it now. We do a lot of stuff on YouTube, even more than podcasts. So, so definitely go check that out. Uh, so yeah, I think it's I think it's that time, guys. I gotta say goodbye. No. no. Goodbye. Our next epi- our next episode's gonna be right after uh, right after Tokyo Game Show. So uh, please be please good. be excited. Please be excited. Even if Kingdom Hearts isn't there, be excited anyway. Because we're gonna talk about Persona Five. Because we're, yeah, we're gonna talk about <laughs> Persona Five. Even if Persona Five isn't there, we're still gonna be talking about it. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's pretty much. Oh wait, before before we go. Uh, what do you guys think is the likelihood? When do you think we're going to hear anything about Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance maybe going anywhere other than 5%. the 3DS? 5%. 5%. 5%. 5%. And uh, at, at Tokyo Game Show, you think maybe maybe we're going to hear... Because honestly, it makes sense that we're going to get a Dream Drop Distance thing. Because if, if Type Zero is coming out in 2015, maybe Final Fantasy XV is coming out in 2016... You know, Kingdom Hearts three wouldn't come out until twenty seventeen, so they need they need something else to uh, to balance things out. So I'm thinking it's Stream Drop Distance. Maybe we'll hear about it next year. What do you guys think? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. No one well, knows what they're doing. They, I mean, that's the one thing they showed. They showed the clip at the end of uh, at the end of the E three trailer, but then they never uh, they never said anything about it uh, ever again. Mm-hmm. So kind of weird. I don't know. Okay, guys, say goodbye. Say goodbye. All right, goodbye, guys. Bye. And I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and kingdomheartsunion.com production.